Good afternoon, evening, morning, or whatever time it is where you are, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back once again to Goonies World. I am Meanie, also known as Ryan, and joining me today, and as always, Goonie, also known as Colin. Yo ho ho. Oh, piratey. And, of course, Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. And a bottle of rum. All right, so uh, we are returning uh, for what I imagine will be the finale of the Pirate versus Pirates series. Yes, we are, and that is why we are so piratey. And uh, we assume you listened to the last episode, and you know exactly what's going on. So, uh, the two of you, Nicholas Nibble and Petey Tweed, uh, and let's not forget Mr. Twitchy, who's hiding up, you know, in your... In your your washerwoman's outfit somewhere, Petey. Cleavage up among the wi- uh, up among the wigtails, yeah. or the cleavage, uh, and Nicholas Nibble hiding in the basket, the laundry basket. Uh, you've just gone into the fortress where your best mate Tutos Ramsey is imprisoned and to be hanged today. And there's a huge room right to the uh, the right of the entryway, right when you walk in, and there's loads of disgusting, dirty laundry here. You know, it's a tropical climate, and there's a bunch of dudes living in this fortress together. It's horrific smell. And there are other washerwomen in here already. They're putting it into carts, you know. And there are big double doors at the end of the room, and there are two Royal Marines standing there. But other than that, there's not. it's not heavily guarded, except for those two guys at the opposite end of this very large room, which is full of about a dozen women heaping dirty laundry into carts real real powerfully smelly dirty laundry with all kinds of stains on you're lucky the black light hasn't been invented yet you know and uh that's where you find yourselves that's the only other exit out of this room is these double doors at the end of the room with the two royal marines and uh you know they seem to be having a conversation among themselves and they're you know probably about 50 feet away or so but that's where you find yourselves what do you do the classic game master question to players what do you do well so he's in the cart right he's covered up yeah yeah with so some you probably that you bought on the street stay there right now and uh well i've got to find the some stairs that lead down to the basement so i'm gonna look around is there uh stairs or anything no. no there's only there's only the double doors at the other end of the room if there's any stairs must be beyond that yeah well i'll try i'll put a little bit more laundry on top just to yeah. make sure that he's not well, seen at all well nicholas i hate to tell her you're laying there in the basket and then just piled on top of you just some of the foulest the foulest undergarments that the british empire can offer are heaped upon your head I have to think that I mean he's probably you know wearing fairly filthy you know he's pretty filthy yeah, anyway so he's probably not pleased about it but probably I'm assuming he's not just gonna like start vomiting or anything certainly nothing that would you know affect his game mechanics at all but it is disgusting right. of course now those double doors if that's where you're approaching after you keep remember our guard by two royal marines are standing there on either side and uh, i don't want to assume how obvious your approach is but you get the sense they'll challenge anyone who's trying to come through the door but you faked your way through 
crazier situations. Yeah. Well, at least recently, at least right outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll just act like uh, I'm going like I'm supposed to. Oi, 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 wait a minute. Wait up there, love. Wait up there, love. Where do you think you're going? Laundry. Someone call for uh, some laundry. I ain't heard nothing about no lady calling for no laundry or no man neither, no officer, nothing. You laundry. There's all the laundries put here to be collected here. Special. You got a big load of dirty laundry anyway. I'm collecting special dirty laundry. Special dirty laundry? What she mean, special dirty laundry? Oh, I don't know. It's special. Special dirty laundry for who? It's discreet. It's very soiled. <laughs> they don't want anybody to know about it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> they both stare at you kind of like open mouth, well, you know, their jaws hanging open and their eyes in disbelief. But, you know, it's just plausible enough in a place like this. Why don't you go ahead and make a parlay test? Except I think this is pretty hard. I think you need a 10 or more okay. to succeed in this parlay test. <laughs> Just so embarrassing, the, the nature of this particular soiling, apparently. As, as these Royal Marines try to wrap their minds around this... Okay, well... I, tall woman with a deep voice. I've already gotten several cards over. <clears throat> all right, well... Uh, all right, if you say so. Because you can't do much on by yourself. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the other Marine... Uh, Unlocks the door with a great big key he's got around his neck. And it opens up, and and you can go through. And inside there is another hallway that kind of curves off to your left. You can tell it's, it's leading deeper into the fortress. And, uh, however, there is a hallway to the right, a very short hallway to the right, with a spiral stair in it that goes either down or up. And that's almost immediately after you walk in the door. There's certainly nothing you're able to push a cart down. <laughs> I was just about to tell him to strap in and says, hold on, you push him down. Uh, so I want to make sure the coast is clear. All right, yeah, you poke your head around, Scooby-Doo style. Nothing, has, nothing untoward, although you do hear there's some talk and... Uh, Footsteps and on that hallway that curves off to the left, you know, beyond where you can see, there's the echo of some activity. It's kind of, but it's not approaching you at the moment. Yeah, well, I think now's our chance. I'm gonna. All right, now, Nicholas, I think it's time to get out. I think we've got, unless you want me to try to push you down the stairs, and I don't think that's gonna be fun. It's almost like there's not enough room for the card. It's pretty narrow, little okay. spiral stair. I'm assuming that would make way too much noise anyway. So, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. uh, hop up out of the cart. Ta-da! And, uh, yeah, you guys can uh, go into the, the narrow spiral stair, and I, I assume you're going down since you were looking for a basement. Yes. Yes. Uh, but you could always go up and admire the view of Port Royal. Which, <laughs> anyway, not right, not today, I guess. Well, creeping down into the basement you find another heavy door this one's an iron door and uh there's not even like a like slits in it to see through but there is a big knocker 
Oh. Just a mm. simple, round, wrought iron knocker. Oh, I do like me a big knocker. <laughs> Pirates yeah. love not big knockers. Yeah, especially a unit knocker. Just one <laughs> knocker, right in the middle of the... Never mind. Right in the middle of the door. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> well, do you want to knock on it, or do you want to... I mean, it... it, it uh, Seems that would be rather loud. Seems to be asking to be knocked on. It might be a little bit louder. You could just try to open it and see what happens, but I leave it to you. Hmm. Maybe we should try just to see if it's um can just be opened uh try to open it as quietly as I can. Well, just as you grab it, you hear from upstairs, upstairs, you know, echoing down that, that spiral stair from where you just came from. You hear like a creaking sound of door opening. Like, I will see this. I will long- Hello? Hello, you down the hole? Hello? You hear the voice echoing now, and the door is not locked, in fact, because you pull it open. And inside, though, sitting on a stool, smoking a pipe, looking very surprised, is a young Marine who scrambles for his uh, gun which is leaned up, is leaning up on the wall uh, and beyond him is another door like this is just like a little airlock almost right and uh, there's about a little four foot hallway and he's scrambling for the gun but make a swashbuckling roll to like grab him and silence him before he can grab it or scream or make any noise either one of you or both of you in fact and he's also going to make a swashbuckling roll so you'll have to meet or beat his cards but his best card is a eight of hearts, so I don't know if that would be that hard. Yeah, I got a ace of diamonds. Oh my! Well, that certainly succeeds, and you may narrate how you silence the poor bastard. So he's just grabbed his gun. Right. Well, well he hadn't even grabbed it yet. Going he's, for it. Yeah, going for it. It's leaning up on the wall next to him. He was just having a smoke of his pipe. And, didn't expect anything until he saw you guys. Yeah. Uh, so you may completely describe the outcome because you had a red card. I will just leap on him, I think. All right. Well, you uh, pounce on this guy. What, are you like smothering his mouth with your... <laughs> Something. <I don't> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll put my uh, hand over his mouth and... Okay, well, he's struggling. Nicholas, what are you doing meanwhile? I'm going to just clock him, uh, you know, with the uh, butt of my one of my pistols in the back okay. of the head. All right, all right. And are you just trying to knock yes. him out? Yeah, okay. Had you already drawn cards earlier? I had for the previous, but... Uh, yeah, well, no, that'll count for this whole little scuffle, I think. This all is happening, you know, within a few seconds. So if you can beat an eight of hearts, then... Uh, King of clubs. Okay, that is black, though. And in doing so, he falls down and makes a, a bang. You know, the, the stool clatters on the floor. That's my twist, I add, because it was black. Alright then, what's going on down there? And you hear a set of footsteps echoing down the spiral stairs nearby. Think quick, Petey. Uh, I think let's get on the other side. Let's get um, where he can't see us. We'll knock him over the head. Right when it comes down. Yeah, like either side of the doorway. Yeah. There's there's probably enough room to do that. Does that sound good to you, Nick? Just get in the laundry. <laughs> Nick says. <laughs> Don't come down. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not decent. Uh, you, 
Okay, well, now that you both have the two voices going on, let's let's make a very hard parlay roll requiring a king. Uh, and Nicholas Nibble, being the principal talker, should make this. I know parlay is not as strong. No, suit, but, no, no. But it should be given a chance of success, however unlikely. And uh, it appears that it will not be likely no. at all. You can use and, your hold uh, card if you deem it necessary. If you... If you deem it necessary, you do have your hold card. Let's not forget. You know what? I do have an ace of diamonds held, so I will go ahead and uh, expend that. Well, I don't know why you want that dirty bastard's laundry, but make it quick. And, uh... Be right up in a moment, love. Okay. Well, like I said, this guy who you just, uh... Who, who you saw, he's still going, you know, and uh, what, what are you doing uh, with him? Uh, oh, I, I knocked him out. Oh, yeah, you clocked him. I'm sorry. I forgot. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's uh, knocked out, laying on the floor. His pipe falls to the ground. Some of his ashes you stomp out. And like I said, beyond that's another door. And this one does, in fact, have a nice big lock on it. And you search through, I assume you like, look at this guy. He's not carrying any kind of key. You know, for security's sake, somebody else must have a key and bring it here. But oh. uh, it's big enough lock, you can almost kind of peek through it or whatever. Uh, I, before we do anything, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna pick up that uh, Marine's gun just to give it to Two Toes if we find him in case he doesn't have a gun. That's a good idea. And the only other thing he has in here on his person is like a small, thin knife, not even like a fighting knife, but, uh, you know, for whittling or uh, something like that. That's the only other thing he has on him. Um, and you realize you, you don't have, like, a lot of time. Well, I'll take that as well, since I don't think I have a knife. And then... Uh, I suppose you could uh, get up there and uh, convince him to give you the key to get Ramsey's laundry. <laughs> Yeah, I was afraid of that. That that guy might uh, be the only uh, guy with the keys, I think. Well, it's also like I say, it's a pretty big keyhole, and the knife you found is pretty small. No, You're see, wondering if maybe you could you could try poking around in there a little bit with it. Well, I'm gonna look through that first just to see who's on the other, who might be on the other side. Well, there's nothing on the other side. It's really, really pitch, pitch black. Okay. All right. Just a, yeah, it's just a, there's a slight sound of, of, of light snoring, perhaps. I think this is where they're keeping them. They wouldn't keep a, a marine in here with the lights off. They would a prisoner. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to uh, stick that little knife in the keyhole. Okay, well, make a hard swashbuckling roll to pick open this door. It's a tool that's not intended for that, but it's good is a close enough size. And when I and I you need a ten or better. Okay, well I've got a ten of diamonds. Well, that's red cards that you get to narrate completely, and I assume that would be you open the door silently. Complete success. Yes, complete and total success. You open the door and there before you, in the sliver of lamplight from the fact the lamp's in an edge, you can just pick it up and bring it in and there before you just waking up out of sleep is your best mate two toes ramsey 
And here to play Two Toes Ramsey is our surprise guest, the good Dr. Oh, H, returning oh, to Goonies oh, World. Mates. Oh, mates. Oh, 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 got a couple of Sheilas in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, just one, really. Only one's dressed up as the woman, but uh, maybe maybe Two Toes is not that picky. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a hard life being a pirate, I say. Oh, my. Oh, no, I'm actually P.T. P.T. Tweed, remember? I'm dressed up as a woman. Oh, mates, mates. Oh, took you long enough. <laughs> I, well, we did the best we could, uh, you know. Oh, to, well, I guess, uh, don't look a bit fish in the mouth, I suppose. But uh, the, uh, you got, uh, got a way to get me out of these chains? Oh, wow. Yeah, he, yeah, he's chained to a cannon. There's like an old cannon, and I'll describe the rest of the room real briefly. It has an arched ceiling. The walls of this room, you can just tell. There's something about the brickwork. You can tell it's super thick. In fact... The little four-foot-wide hallway you just came down, that little vestibule, was the thickness of the walls here. This must be the old powder magazine, you know, built really well to, to protect against explosions. There's a barrel, like a really old, greasy barrel. And I, I say a barrel, but it's more like a keg, you know, sitting on, uh, sitting to the left of the door. Uh, that's the only sign of And this old gun, this old gun that your friend Two Toes is chained to. Those are the only signs of it having ever been a powder magazine. But, uh, yeah, you think you might be able to pick the locks with, uh, with, uh, your little knife. But if that fails, you could probably shoot them off, although that would create a ton of noise. Well, I've got success before Jimmy and a lock, so, uh, just hang tight. Uh, let me see what I can do. Okay, now if you want to pick his locks, it's going to require three successive tests. One for the two on his ankles. One for the his wrists, and then one for like around his waist is connecting him to the cannon. So big old heavy padlocks. It looks like Jacob Marley. And I need to be to ten. Yeah, okay. for all these. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got my first success with a jack of diamonds. Yes, you do, and that's another red card, <coughs> which I assume means complete success. Yes, and this is lock picking. I mean, this is the swashbuckling. <laughs> Yeah, same amount of syllables. Anything yeah. with the same amount of syllables as swashbuckling is a swashbuckling rule. Uh, I gotta make sure I. Mine is not too good. And that time I didn't make it, but I'm gonna <laughs> spin my. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the three syllable words in my head right now are just. I know, crazy. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I... Well, uh, so you're gonna spend your yes. whole card then? All right. So that would be an. Ace of spades, but it's black. Oh, okay, so. well, a little, little bit of a complication there. That was the second success or the third? Second, yeah. Okay, yeah, a little, little bit of a complication there. And uh, uh, it, the big heavy padlock falls and makes a loud noise, but uh, I don't know if that's uh, that big of a deal. So. All right. Yeah. And then one final padlock to free your good friend. Okay, well, this one first card I drew was a queen of spades so another oh, well, twist go. yeah yeah another twist and uh, I will uh, I just have to save that twist for myself honestly just because I can't think of one every single black card high might not have a twist can't think of an appropriate yeah, twist because you've already made some noise and thing uh, I can think of is the knife more noise knife <laughs> or the knife breaks, breaks but who I've already used that hey you know what hey you know what though I love that thank you for the idea for the twist I think the knife should break because it served its story purpose yeah. anyway oh. and uh snaps right off there in the last lock oh no 
And so now what do you My do? Because you know the lock picking days are over. Oh, which it, I'm, I'm free, right? Or I am unpicked. I think so. Right? Oh, thanks, mate. I, I always took you for a landlubber, but uh, you're turning into quad poverty, I think. Wow. Oh, you wouldn't believe what we've been through just after our wreck trying to to come rescue you and rescue ourselves a lot. Um, it's been one hell of a ride. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even really know where we are. I'm in some sort of weird powder room, I think, but uh, uh, we need to uh, reckon we need to get out of here. Well, I've got a really, really stupid idea, but I think it might work. I'm not dressing up like a lady. <laughs> we haven't got to, but because we've already convinced them that Petey was was a female. And, I'm uh, quite convinced. Now you now you just pretend that you've come to get Ramsey's laundry and he's ravaging you, and we <laughs> alert the guards and then blow up that powder barrel. Mm. Well, that is quite stupid. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know if it would get you out. With the walls down here, they certainly wouldn't blow a hole I in get the feeling. I get the feeling that's just something you've wanted to see for a while there, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, maybe so. Although it definitely would kill all the guards, probably. Well, that was the point. Uh, yeah, and I encourage you to use that keg of powder that is sitting there. It's almost as if God placed it there for oh, you to use. Well, what kind of, are we on an outer wall? Or is there window bars in here? What's the deal? You think you are on an outer wall. There's no window or bars, but you do think you're on an outer wall. It's one of the reasons why they're four feet thick. But up above you, you know, there's a, would, would be that left-hand leaning hallway that you guys saw earlier. Um, and the walls aren't as thick up there. And those walls overlook the little moat and bridge thingy that you crossed over to get in. Is there any, like, um, straw or hay or anything on the ground? No, okay. really. some some dungeons have straw or hate. They do just uh, soak up all the piss and shit. But he wasn't gonna be here that long. They'll send some poor bastard down there to mop up the puddle that Ramsey already has created in one corner. It's my corner. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to um if we if that other god comes down here um. We could, uh, you know, if we lure him down here, maybe I could say, um, no, I don't know. I'm just going to say I've come down here to, to repowder my hair with this powder barrel. <laughs> but, you know, that's even stupider than the thing that you said, so. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys snuck in, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we can just sneak right back out. How'd you, how'd the, how'd the non-crossdresser get in here? Sure. Oh, it's in a laundry laundry basket, laundry cart. Do you reckon we could both fit in the cart with the powder barrel? Well, there's only one way to find I reckon, out. I reckon that's a good place to start. We'll have to be... You'll have to sneak up the stairs real fast and and dive into that cart and all. Oh, it's not, not a problem for an old salt like me. Well, I'm going to grab the <clears throat> powder barrel. Is it, is it... Can I carry it? Is it... You can carry it. It's certainly weighty, but it's not so. Like I say, it's more of a keg, you know. And I'm not sure about you know the measurements of barrel sizes. Although I'm sure there is such a a whole. There's probably a whole thing, you know, like a bushel and a cask and a keg and a this and a that. But I picture this as like a, a firkin. 
a firkin. This is a firkin. And uh, it's a firkin keg. And it's a firkin cask. But it's a small barrel that you need both, you know, you have to carry with two hands. Let's put it that way. Well, I reckon we could probably shuffle this up the stairs. Is there anybody up there? Well, only one way to find out. Have you guys not been upstairs yet? Well, not all the way up. We was, can we come up from the other? But I don't know if they're like you know. Well, somebody found the cart, didn't they? They was a yeah. That's why he called down the stairs. It's a guard. He might be uh, in the vicinity. I have to. Um, well, why don't you go up and well, check it out first? Well, I reckon a couple young pirates like yourself know how to take care of a guard. That's right. I mean, we did also take care of this um, this guard when we first uh, came downstairs. There was a guy. Um, shot him up. So, um, I think, uh, yes, I'm just going to take a peek upstairs, see if that guard's hanging about. Okay. And you know what? That, that guy who you uh, knocked out also had a saber, if you want to grab that for Randy. Oh, yeah, and I will give him the gun as well. Yeah. There you go. All right. Okay. Well, surprise me then. Get out of here. Well, I'm going to take a peek upstairs for... All right. Well, you you go up the stairs and uh, look out the little door, and uh, the door into the big laundry room area, that's open. Now, it was closed, but it's open, and the two guards are there, and uh, you're peeking your head around, right, so you get an actual view? Yeah. I assume. Yeah. Yeah, they're in there with about a platoon of guards. And uh, one of them says, No, definitely clank of metal. Heard it echoing up the stairs. Definitely a loud clank. And, uh, well, right. And uh, they look like they're about to uh, take some action or come in or whatever. Might have to. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back downstairs and, and tell them. And, and, yeah, and you're kind of trapped down here too. If there's getting away from them is uh, going to be hard. Once you got to the top of the stairs and ran down that left-hand corridor, you know, or tried to hide and blow. I don't want to give you ideas. Hell. Well, I reckon. I reckon. Do you think that we would get enough explosion off this thing to maybe cave in that door, keep them from running in here, so we could run the other way up, up, up the level, of course. Oh. I know that would that, that, reckon, that could work. I reckon we could put put the powder in the cart, push that's the right. cart in the doorway, and shoot it. And uh, well, that's and, what I was thinking. We could we could actually um, if we could get this uh, barrel upstairs, put it in the cart, uh, and push it towards all those those guards there. Shoot it and blow the whole lot of them up, and yeah, uh, that's we what run said, the other right? way. Right, but I said it more. Looking, oh, look, there's a, there's, there's a chain of command here, and I'm heavy. <laughs> my idea. I've got an idea. We take the powder, we put it in the car. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting both of them and running. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> For some reason, this like this like Jamaican style song popped into my head. Why you got you take the powder and you put it in the cart and you push it towards the guards and you, I don't know. But you guys, uh, you're gonna whatever you decide. You know, it was about real time that conversation. That was about the time you had anything. You know, they're on there. Well, right. Let's go. Second. Let's go. All right. All right. I'll see the stage with see the barrel. Seemed the, like a great idea. We all had it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you you uh, get up the top of the stairs, and whoever 
reaches out there with that barrel. I mean, it's going to be such a fluid, beautiful motion because it's going to be within sight of these guys, you know. And uh, I, I will let whoever thinks they have the best chance do it. But this is uh, require a very difficult swashbuckling role. That I mean, a king. Well, um, I, I mean, Nick had already grabbed the powder, so I'm just going to say it's him. Okay. And if you have any held cards, and this is a perfect time to use them. If necessary, because you're trying to drop it in the barrel, light it, and push it all well, in one. We're gonna shoot motion. it. I think. Yeah, we don't need a little yeah, light. That'd be a lot shoot easier. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have drawn seven cards. Let's see. Oh my! Uh, so king, king, queen, ace, all red. Uh, oh my! Well, or, or, that's what you needed. So, please, I'm sure you'll enjoy this. But, uh, Nary, what happens if you will? So, uh, with a ballerina-like uh, motion, um, Nick heaves this uh, <clears throat> uh, powder keg into the cart, and it's like one smooth motion. He does the heave and the push, and the cart starts, you know, barreling <laughs> towards the uh, the guards, and then he's going to shoot it. All right. And uh, there is a terrible explosion. And not only does it probably kill all the guards, it caves in the entire ceiling of that room, or at least half of it. And there's a huge thundering avalanche of debris that comes down and obliterates those two doors where the guards were. You see them go under. Huge amount of dust comes out all over you and your face. And that whole way out is blocked, but no one is going to chase you off to the left now. And of course your ears are ringing you know, a very, very loud uh, explosion. But And even you guys are jostled you know, and shaken by it. But you certainly killed two birds with one stone in a way. You can't get back out the way you came but you don't have to worry about the uh, more than a dozen Royal Marines who are about to descend down into the cells and trap you there. It's just that hallway off to the left with the, uh, and as your ears slowly stop ringing, you can hear surprised shouts from that way. You could hear activity down there earlier. Now you can hear some surprised shouts. What do you do? Well, I guess that's, um, that's our only way. I reckon, I reckon we head that way. Be ready. Uh, You saved yourself a pretty nasty fight though. And uh, charging down the hallway together. Are you still uh, in washerwoman garb with the wig tails, Petey? Sure. No reason not yeah. to be, I guess. And uh, but I'm sh- I'm sure you've all got your weapons out at this point. Yeah. And uh, and uh, w- can we assume that Nicholas is reloading his gun while he's uh, on the move? Yeah. I got it sh- as best he can, you know. But you guys are also being ready, as I heard. And did you move up to the left? And round the corner, there are three Royal Marines running at you with their uh, bayonets at the end of their muskets pointed in your direction. And they square off with each of you. How convenient that there are three of them. So each of you, please, make swashbuckling rolls. And uh, I'm going to set my 
rolls for my guys in a little order here so we can compare them all later. That is, Uh-oh. draw a number of cards equal to your swashbuckling skill, correct? That is right. absolutely correct. And then we'll compare the cards you and your opponent drew. And uh, Ramsey may have an easy time of it. Uh, the guard that barrels in towards Ramsey, attempting to eviscerate you with his bayonet, has a nine of spades oh, as his it, highest you card. can't take down a legend like Ramsey Tutos. Not with a nine of spades. No, he not. And, well, what do you have? Well, I reckon I have a queen of spades. Oh, my. And how many cards in your hand altogether do you have that are a nine or higher? Uh, just that one. <laughs> okay, well... You do a point of damage to him, but uh, I assume you're defending plus yourself with your blade. One plus yeah. whatever he's got as a weapon. Yeah, because you're using. That's why I'm saying I assume you're using your blade. Yeah, I handed me a cutlass. Right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, therefore as plus ones, you do two health damage to this guy. And meanwhile, uh, in the middle, uh, we have. The highest card from the Marine attacking Nicholas Nibble is a Jack of Spades. <clears throat> but something tells me that Nick Nibble can beat that. Nick Nibble can, but not uh, by a lot, and he will do also two points of damage. All right, nice and you're factoring in the weapon thing, which we have a tendency to forget, but that's okay. And then finally... Um, you're getting the sense that this disguise is no longer fooling anyone, by the way, PD. Right. And your rat shrieks and leaps into your non-cleavage as a king of hearts swung blade uh, bayonet. Oh, why, would, why would you hit a girl? <laughs> uh, and as you clash with this guy, what do you get? Um, I don't... I didn't uh, draw very well, so can I um, use my... Uh, Lucky quality to once per counter redraw cards. Absolutely, that's exactly why you have it. So luck is with you, and as this otherwise murderous. Oh my God, luck is not with me. Oh, it's not, is it? Six well, of hearts is the highest I have. Oh my. Well, the good news for you is I only have one card higher than that. I have a two and a five and a king. All right. So there's only going to be uh, two damage coming in towards you. I'm factoring in the blade. And you guys will be happy to know that minor NPCs don't have as much health as you guys have. But we are now entering a second round. But this time you guys are initiating. You can see that everything's kind of simultaneous but they ran in charging you guys defended yourselves and now what are you doing we'll start with the most seasoned old salt of all of you two toes ramsey how do you i'd I'd like to overall and convince these gentlemen oh my that's a serious parlay roll yeah uh do i shuffle those cards back in or are those out no we've been playing it as we leave them out and then when when we're all discarded we uh well you are uh Listen, we already blew up about uh, over five dozen of your compatriots over there down the hallway, and uh, we could do the same to you, or you could uh, perhaps have a change of profession and see that you are wounded and you will need to get out of here, and we are the people you need to get out of here with. Um, well, let's just call that a hard sure. parlay. They are wounded. They are wounded. Oh, they, oh, when I say hard, I mean... We could keep stabbing you and kill you. I mean, the option is yours. Death or a life of profit. 
these guys know that you're a lot more seasoned than they are. I mean, all three of you. That being said, they are Royal Marines, so go ahead and draw parlay cards, and you need a 10 or better okay. to convince these Is guys. Is this a certain circle that I'm respected and therefore would get to draw an extra card based upon that? I'm going to say so, yes, because they they know you've been in the fortress. It's a big deal that they've captured Two Toes Ramsey, so yes, indeed. Okay, so that is seven cards, then. Well, that's, you got a good chance. I then. have a King of Spades, a Queen of Clubs, and a Jack of Clubs. that all be to ten. Okay. And uh, they are all... Those are all black cards, too. And so you succeed, but with a black card, which means I'll uh, add a twist. And... Uh, However, I don't really think of it as a terrible twist. They just, uh, they run past you, not away from you. They don't turn around and run. They run past you, especially in hearing the explosion and hearing all their friends are dead. Maybe half of this is they want to go see if they're okay, you know, but they run past you guys uh, the instant you say that and uh, tear off down the hall. That's right. Keep running. Keep running. Sons of really the twist. Really, the twist being that they don't stick around to let you take all their shit and their uniforms and everything else. You'd have to chase them down if you want to do that. But they were standing in front of doors, but another door, but it's not a locked door. In fact, it's just two doors that kind of swing back and forth. That's what this hallway terminates in. Well, I reckon we open. So far, there hasn't been any gunfire, I don't believe. It's just been a lot of, uh, since the explosion, right. it's just been sword play and blade play. But so right. we open that door. Yes, uh, I think I reckon that's the way we ought to go then. Well, you guys push open the door, and inside is a kitchen, and there's lots of uh, fish hanging from the ceiling and things like that. And there's an immense cook wearing a big leather apron, and he has a big swordfish under his arms, and he comes charging across the room screaming and attacks you guys with a swordfish. And, uh,. The first person... Who who, th- who thinks they're the first person in the I room? would imagine two toes. He, he's right, well, going to these people out of here. I have an ace of diamonds here with an attack on you with a swordfish. <laughs> Luckily, it's not been scaled and cut up yet. Draw my swashbuckling. Yes, please. Are you going to get swordfished? Uh, my highest card is a king of hearts. Well, I'm afraid that does not be the ace of diamonds, and so... Treating the swordfish as a blade, you're going to take two oh. health unless you uh, have no, some way out of that. No, the ghostfish's friends are striking back. Uh, oh, take that, you dirty Why pirate! Why does it have to be a cook. fish? <laughs> I know, right? And uh, however, your your friends may now uh, leap into action, and you, in fact, go. Uh, well, what are you guys doing? I am. As you see, your friend is speared by this. Uh, Swordfish. I will spear back immediately with a fervent scream of, of battle cry. Okay, well, we're going to do another round, just the two of you, real quick. And I have a queen of clubs here. Uh, I have an ace of clubs and a queen of diamonds. Oh, my. Well, I go with that ace of clubs. And uh, so you also have a queen of diamonds, which in reverse alphabetical order is higher than queen of clubs. So you've done two plus... Three, three health to uh, the cook, and and meanwhile Nicholas Nibble or Petey could jump in. Whoever screams first. Um, I oh, now he was was he cooking that uh, 
swordfish or no he just grabbed it down it was one of the hanging fish he just grabbed, when he realized there's a fight outside he grabbed it for a weapon is he is there anything he was cooking is there like a pot of boiling something nearby oh i think there, <laughs> i think there should be in fact it's a great big like cauldron of chowder fish chowder you know it's gotta be how could there not be all right well i will uh see if i can dump that on him okay let's make the uh, fight swashbuckling rolls here i've got a king of clubs that's pretty good I get a lot of face uh, cards. I have gotten a ki- king of hearts. Well, in reverse alphabetical order, that does beat a king of clubs. Uh, so, however, it's not going to do like a ton of damage, you know, to him because you don't really get right on. There's only one damage, right? Well, so there's a lot of. Spe- I mean, yeah. I don't know how many cards I got better than him. Oh, that's true. How many cards did you get that were better than him? Well... Because he has a king of club. It's however many cards you have that's better than the king of club. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. No, that's true. That's uh, just the one plus okay. whatever. That's what I... Yep. Okay. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to say boiling water. That's got to be kind of bad, but I'm interpreting this as it doesn't fully splash all over him and drench him, right? He steps a little bit to the side and just runs down one leg. But I think it should probably be, you know, at, at least as good as a plus one. And so, now he's taken uh, altogether like five health from you guys. And uh, there's now like hissing water all over the floor and bits of chowder, you know, some of the chunky parts and things like that, rendering it quite slippery in here in the kitchen, in the fighting area. And meanwhile, Nicholas Nibble, what are you doing? Well, <clears throat> well, he's going to... Uh take a swing at this chef guy with his uh, cutlass. Well, I think that sounds like a great idea. And he uh, still still reeling from the pain of his swordfish. He he, uh, he fights you with the swordfish. And uh, what do you got there? I'll tell you what I got the best of, but it's, it's embarrassing. And my highest card literally is a five of hearts. Oh, dear. Uh, I guess he's distracted by the boiling water. Okay, seven cards I drew. Six of them are greater than that. He is dead. As you're... Well, you may completely narrate that at your discretion, especially if one... You know, especially one of them's red. I just chop his head off. And thunk! Add that to the stew, mate. (laughs) And the... Yeah, he's part of the stew now on the floor, and the swordfish, of course, drops lifeless from his hands, and... Uh, I would like to. Uh, I would like to. Before we jettison the room quickly, I assume mm-hmm. I would like to cut off the uh, the beak or the whatever the front okay. nose of our swordfish yeah, is called. Sure. Uh, Obviously, sword. Yeah, uh, the sword. <laughs> cut the, cut yeah. the sword off the fish um, and take that with me. <laughs> okay. Now, in terms of getting out, uh, you you already know about the way you came, but. Uh, the next room you come into beyond this one is just like a stores uh, room. You know what anything I mean? else like in that room very quickly to pilfer like other yeah. knives and things of that nature. Oh, and like, of okay. There's other knives. There's 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 meat cleavers. There's you know uh, all kinds of sharp pointy implements that one could grab. Nothing necessarily better than what you've already got, but a meat cleaver would be a lot more dramatic. Uh, but yeah, in the just next, stuff some pockets uh, with some stuff in case we need them later. So. 
Okay, I like the idea of pocket full of knives. Yes. So, uh, or like if we need to pick some more locks, maybe a fork would be useful, you know, things like that. Well, so let's say we pause for just a moment to grab up some cutlery, especially given that you've used it effectively in lock picking before. We have a nice cutlery selection. Nothing fancy, nothing you want to bring out for company, you know, but it's good enough for Royal Marines. And not the officers, of course. And the next room beyond that is it's there's just like old barrels in there. It's just bread, you know, dried bread, things like that. Uh, there's a pork hanging from, uh, you know, salt pork and things like that in here. But it's really more of a hallway and larder and pantry. And uh, beyond that, you look out into a barracks room full of bunks with six marines in it and beyond that on the other side is this big picture window that's looking out onto the sea it's the front of the fort you've gone all the way through the fort now from back to front and this is the part that's looking out over the sea so i say a great big picture window but i it's not even got glass in it at this point you know it's just got shutters and they're open and they got some some curtains in the breeze but there's six of them in there and they weren't like completely ready for you but they've been getting up and getting their they were sleeping and they're getting up and getting their pants on and getting buckled in ever since they heard that first explosion can, this has only been like a couple can minutes. we retroactively say that i also took the chef hat like i, uh, I assumed you yeah, did okay, i assumed you did take the chef great. maybe hat. maybe yeah. a little blood splatter on it and everything as well um i think that's a good yeah, touch. Uh, mites now understand we've killed a lot of you already and we don't want to kill anymore so why don't you reckon you stand aside and we just leave out of here and we don't have to do anything else nasty well seeing as you're outnumbered by them uh one of them sneers at you and uh do you know who i am boy and uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you try this parlay thing again, but you'd have to be so great at it. I mean, I wish I could find something harder than a king, but a king is as hard as I can make it. So I, I think you should be allowed to try because you do look pretty fearsome in that chef's hat with the blood on it and the swordfish. And they, they've they heard the explosion. They've heard stories of piracy and pirates, and they're afraid of you. So see, see what you can Ace do. Ace of hearts. Well, not only do you succeed, you may narrate entirely what happens because you have a red card. Oh, mates, there's only one thing in this mortar coil that can take down an old sea dog like me, and I don't see a ghost fish out here anywhere. Now, you will step aside, or we will litter this entire room with your entrails for the seagulls. I'm thinking of when... In the Princess Bride, when Chris Sarandon just sits down in the chair real fast, when what's just draw your sword. That's exactly what they do. They all just like flop back down under their bunks and say, Now you, chase you, them. you hit him. And then you, you hit him and just make them kind of they punch each other around a circle. They, they, don't, they don't go that right, far right, with right, it, but right, they do far. look at you in, like, uh, they do look at you though like he's insane, but in a fearful way, not a, a pitying way. Now there's one pretty obvious exit from this room which would be the uh, window beyond that there is one other exit that is a door that would go to your left which would just be further along the front of the fort there can only be more and more and more marines Might. there's already alarm bells ringing now um, not only in the fort but like throughout the town uh, is this window does it uh, look directly over the ocean like if we were to jump yeah, out it of does. it yeah it does it'd be a it'd be a, a it's a big jump, you know. You have to make a swashbuckling or land without hurting yourself. Uh, can we... 
uh, with them, uh, make them like throw in their weapons and then tell them to run off down the hall to check on their friends or something of that. Remove them from the scene so they can't shoot us in the back. Is what well, some of them are already feeling so humiliated that it would require another roll to get them to do anything other than stare in sullen silence at you. But I would allow you to make the roll. Oh, I think we should uh, make them jump out to the window to see if it's uh, if they'll survive. Because we need to jump out the window. That's not a bad idea. You're becoming quite popular, little one. <laughs> I've got a sick mind. I'm not. They're all going to hang you, dirty pirates, one way or the other. You oh, shut up, you we're son not, of a biscuit eater. We're not the ones going to be in the hemp and jig, my friend. Well, you know, these guys are probably not their best and brightest. They're the ones who are asleep in the morning. It means they were on night guard duty. You know what I mean? So, all right. Who's first uh, out the window then? They they all look at each other uh, doubtfully. And, no uh, volunteers. All right. Who's the first to get stabbed by a swordfish then? Um, you guys are really going to make them jump out? I mean, at well, least just, at least really just one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that some time has passed. I, I mentioned that, that alarm bells were ringing and stuff like that, so I'm going to draw from the deck. If I get a black card, um, then something bad's going to happen, but I don't. I got a nine of diamonds, but you expect other guards to be bursting in that door to your left like pretty much any minute. Uh, but you could grab one and throw them out, perhaps. But uh, you're not going to get any of them who's just going to jump out. In fact, you're not so sure how long they're going to sit here cooperating either. Probably worn out our welcome. Um, there's a door out of here, you said, correct? Yes, there's two ways out. There's the door and then the window. The door would lead like along the front of the fortress. And it's going to be crawling with more of these. I think uh, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I think the the way out is a drop. I think we ought to uh, grab one or two of these guys as flotation devices and and. Uh, oh, which ones are the, which ones are the the sturdy ones? <laughs> the <laughs> that, that cook was pretty big. Not sure how how well he'll float now though. He's got holes in him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah, is there any, um, yeah, that's a stupid idea, but, the longer you, uh, great idea. Yeah. The longer you talk about throwing them out windows and things like that, the longer it strains credulity that they're going to sit here without leaping to attack. So, uh, well, I'm going to, uh, uh, first one goes out the window then, I guess. Yeah, I want to grab one as well. Oh, oh, Nick, you're being kind of quiet. Are you you on board with this plan? Well, uh, I, everybody was talking. I didn't want to interrupt anybody, but uh, Nick, by this point, probably would have already grabbed that's, one that's and thrown them out okay. the window. Make a swat. Or jumped out the window yeah, with All right, him. well, if you're going to grab him and run and go together, then I'm not going to give him a swat, but I can roll to resist. If you're trying to just throw one out, I'd... I'd give him a chance to resist. But while you guys are debating it, Nick, a man of action, I think we all know, uh, grabs the nearest one, young private from uh, Suffolk, and uh, leaps out the window with him. And unless you guys just immediately follow, I kind of picture everybody in the room, Marines and pirates, like running up to look over the, you know. Craning our necks to see uh, if they live or not. And, and, you know, just like Wiley Coyote, it's not that high, you know, but you, uh, it's really just, you know, uh, maybe 60 or 80 feet. 
bus crash down into the water you go, Nicholas. But make a swashbuckling roll to uh, land nicely and not get hurt. And you need a six. It's pretty easy. Uh, highest is Ace of Spades. Oh, uh, well. Uh, only a, only a very minor twist, and, uh, and that's more embarrassing than anything. You know, you go down underwater, and uh, when you land, you land well, but the force of the water, like, takes your pants yeah. off with it. You know, you're wearing, like, rags and stuff anyway. You've been de uh, You've been de by the landing. But you still got your boots, don't worry. And the long, you know, your shirt's like long, billowy pirate shirt, so it's not like you're walking around. You will be walking around bare-assed, but uh, your, your, your pants just kind of just like come down and disintegrate and fall off. Uh, I, I, that really happened to me, though, once I jumped in the water and my swimming trunks came off because of the, the way I went in. <laughs> they were like too loose, you know, so I could totally see that happening. And uh, that's what happened. I, I like it better if if all of his clothes just come off. It wouldn't be too much of a disintegration. Uh, but uh, I, I think the pants are going to be bad enough. you still got the Billy White shirt. You're swimming in the water. The, the, the Marine, he gets a queen of, uh, I'm not going to, my first card I drew from was a queen of uh, diamonds. He's going to be okay, but he's like swimming off in the opposite direction. He's probably, you know, not any immediate threat to you. Of course, you can hear like the loud bells ringing in the fort, like alarm bells. And of course, you two, meanwhile, Two Toes Ramsey and Petey Tweed, what do you do? Mr. Twitching, your rat looks nervously over at you, Petey. He's wondering if you guys are going to jump. I reckon too. it's time to jump, mate. Uh, well, uh, no, I reckon I'll, that's I'll right. grab his shirt and pull him with me as I jump over. Hold <laughs> oh, right. on, Mr. Twitchy! <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Twitchy does hold on, and you guys plummet towards the waves. Go ahead and make swashbuckling rolls. All you need is a six or higher to not land badly and get hurt. Queen of... Uh, well, I should... Yeah, king, king, of diamond. king of Diamonds. King of Diamonds. Hey, that's red. Your pants don't Hey, fall. that's good. I got a queen I mean, of... I could use the six of spades clubs. instead if I just want to hit them. Oh, <laughs> you, can just, you know, hey, the great thing about this rule system is it allows you to take off your pants whenever you want without making a that's, test. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Rules light, you'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rules light. Yeah. <laughs> pants light. <laughs> pants optional rule system. And uh, so what did you get, uh, Petey Tweed? Queen of clubs. Queen no, of clubs. Give me the well, old twist. Well, I am going to give you the little twist. Uh, except I'm not going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to Mr. Twitchy. Yeah. And when you land, in the, in the, in, as you're, you feel Mr. Twitchy's, Mr. Little, Twitchy's claws, little pants come off. You. <laughs> you know, he got like a little pirate outfit, like the <laughs> little, you know, eye patch. He's got like a little vest and an eye patch. No, he, uh, he, he gets separated from you in the water. You look around, you can't find Mr. Twitchy anywhere. Where is he? Have you seen Mr. Twitchy? Where is he? Well, and, and uh, you don't know. You don't know what happened to poor Mr. Twitchy. We can't leave yet. <laughs> We've got to find him. Where did he do you go? Wanna, do you wanna... Oh, mate, this, this rat's all over the place. We can find another one. Don't you say that. He's not the same. He's been with me this whole time. Re remember the code, mate. 
Okay, well, Mr. Twitchy does suddenly pop his little head up, but this this concern over Mr. Twitchy has delayed you long enough. You hear some musket shots coming up from the you know balcony above you where you just jumped as those guys shoot down. But it's going to be more a matter of I'm not rolling for them. I want you to make swashbuckling rolls or like dive and swim and not get hit as this hail of musket balls comes down. And uh, of course, that means all of you. Although uh, I imagine that Nicholas is a little bit further away. I got a couple nines. Okay. Those are pretty good. We just need more than a six. The King of Spades. Oh my, you're not getting hit by any errant musket balls. Oh my, well, you guys are okay and you're able to swim. Now, you realize you can't just swim out into the ocean and swim away. You just have to swim like around the fort and get back up onto land. You also know there's no getting on a ship and getting that out of here fast enough during the daytime, probably, unless you can come up with some great plan, but darkness is much easier oh, to swim. We, we need to hide, mates. You guys said you snuck into the fort, right? That's right. Did you see any way outside the fort that we might be able to hide? Oh, we didn't necessarily um, go around looking about. Um, just you, you do have what you do have what I might call two allies in town, sort of. There is your friend Slippery Jim that you met at the vile tap room uh, Nicholas was talking to, and then of course there's Rosie Ricketts, the the uh, prostitute at Jenny's Teacup. The, the brothels. Possible maybe you could hide with one of them. I don't know. I don't want to put ideas in your head. You might be able to get back to your ship and escape. You never know. Right. right. Uh, how'd you guys get here? Uh, we stole a pirate. Well, it wasn't a pirate ship. We stole a, a ship. Oh. Captain, uh, some ca- some captain named Murgatroyd took his ship. He was hunt- he was hunting uh, the old well, pirates. We, we... <laughs> right, right, but after subsequently, uh, we uh, pirated a uh, Dutch trading. Oh, that's right. Coffee. The Cosmos. Captain Van Schmashel. I reckon we should get back there and get the hell out of here. Well, it's not that far of a swim to get back around to, you know, the edge of the. The, the fort's built on the edge of the, the very end of the spit of land, you know, that comes out and, and creates this sheltered bay. But uh, it's not that hard to swim up and get right back up onto the land and right into the town and start running down alleys. You know, that's that, that could be accomplished in just a minute or two, really. Uh, and I'll assume that's what you do if you want to make it over to the docks um, and get to your ship. That's one place you could go. Yeah, after uh, getting um, Mr. Twitchy, again, I will then... Swim towards the uh, docks and and uh, make a run for it if that's what you guys are doing. Well, you guys uh, coming up out of the water to to avoid being completely noticed doing this by passersby. They're all looking in the direction of the the fortress right now because they can tell there's been an explosion. It's not like you know the whole building was damaged and fell down, but there was serious damage to it. The bells are ringing from the fort, as you recall, and they can hear musket fires. They're all looking in that direction. They might not notice as three wet pirates clamor up, uh, you know, out of the water onto land from the docks. But please make easy or not easy, but uh, if you need a six or higher swashbuckling rolls, just to avoid, just to be sneaky and avoid being seen as you come up out of the water. Ace of spades. Oh my, the ace of spades. Lemmy is on my side. That's right, the motorhead card. 
Back when we would play Savage Worlds, we would give a plus two bonus when the Ace of Spades was drawn, except you had to vocalize, THE ACE OF SPADES! You had to say that, or <laughs> you didn't get the bonus. <laughs> so, how about the rest of you guys? Anyone get less than a six? No. Not I. Mm, yes, I did get a lot of cards less than six, but I also got well, two. that's good. So no one notices. They're all looking off in the direction of the turmoil at the fortress as three little pirate heads pop up onto the dock and sneak up on. Um, I assume you're moving in the direction of the cosmos, I assume. Yeah. And as yes. you approach the cosmos, and you're, of course, you're all soaking wet and bedraggled looking, so you do get some oh, stares. Oh, mate, where'd your pass go? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, might, he's got the you long might want to grab shirt. some pants oh, away, man. Oh, this is... He's bare-legged. But um, luckily, this is not an age of photography, so it's not like everybody recognizes Tuto's Ramsey. Although, I mean, there are wanted posters and stuff, but they're, like, hand-drawn. And all the wanted posters look the same. It's like a scary-looking guy with a beard, pretty much, you know. But, uh, anyway... You guys get back to the cosmos, and then you realize when you see Royal Marines swarming all over the cosmos that in the very first game when uh, Nicholas gave an oration to the crew of the Phobos to stick with them, uh, there was a complication which I kept to myself, and that's that one of them decided to get back and tell on you as soon as he got back to civilization, which he did. And now... Royal Marines are all over the cosmos. They haven't noticed you yet. You know what I mean? You're just walking along. Oh, 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 oh. Is there a powder room on that boat, friends? No, just a bunch of coffee. No, but if you're going to get away, you're going to have to steal some other kind of ship. And you don't know where your crew is, so, I mean, the smaller the better. You could also run away into the, into the, the hinterlands of Jamaica. Uh, that being said, there are now, you can see troops kind of streaming out over the little bridge from the fortress into the town. They're not chasing you because they could see you, but they're swarming out into the town now to be searching the town. And uh, if you're going to hide in town somewhere, now would be a, a good time to start thinking about Any it. Any other boats around that are... I mean, we don't have a crew, right? It's just the three of us, unless... Um, yeah, it's just, a, it's just the three of you, so like, you, the most you're going to be able to handle is a small sloop. Right. And again, it's a lot easier to, to steal them at night than it is during the day. During the day, you've got so many other people around, you know. If there's any struggle, everybody's going to see well, it. You, you mate said that you had a prostitute that might be able to help us. And also oh, yeah. hide us. Yes, yeah, she's quite fond of me. I think she uh, took... Uh, you know, she liked what she got, uh, so I think um, <laughs> so she's be- pro pro rat, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> this, she didn't mind that. She didn't mind Mr. Twitchy watching. She she was a little creeped out at first, but she got used to it, and then now I think it's a fetish. Um, so uh, I think um, <laughs> I think she you guys would be happy to let us uh, come and hide. Do you want to run back over to Jenny's teacup? Sounds like it's it. our best bet. Well, I don't. All right. Yeah, don't see any of it. Well, the other play. friend that you might be able that might be able to help you is Slippery Jim. You know, he seemed like a pretty nice he guy. Tro- he gave you some. He tried to steal you. <laughs> yeah, but Slippery Rosie. <laughs> yeah, you're, fun. you're not without friends in this town, is my point. But you so go Slippery rushing Jim off actually tried to steal his wallet the he first did. time he met. So I, he did apologize though, and he bought him. A, yeah, it's true. But uh, I think I'd tr- rather trust. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's the kind of guy that would turn you into the gods if it worked for him. That's probably true. 
So, rushing back up the street that uh, Jenny's Teacup is on, you can, of course, see the... Uh, at the end of that street, you'll recall, is that great big uh, church with the broken cross that they've got the scaffolding up. And there are guys up there working right now, uh, repairing it. That sort of just dominates the whole neighborhood, which is ironic since it's full of tap rooms and brothels. And uh, you push your way into the door, and a bunch of uh, the ladies who are loitering in the lounge of Jenny Teacup turn around, and they see the three of you, and they see Nicholas Nibble with no pants, Oh, we got a live one. We got a live one. It looks like he's not going to wait long. Got his pants off already. <laughs> and Rosie comes walking down the stairs. Well, hello, love. You're back so soon. Oh. Oh, I see you've got a new friend. I hope you didn't do nothing to put my sister in harm's way. She yells at you, comes storming towards you, wagging her finger accusingly. Oh, no. Accusingly. Although I don't know who your sister is. Uh. Oh, my sister's a washerwoman. It, uh... Now look at you wearing a you're wearing a clothes. Um, it's, it's not wet. it's not your sister's clothes though. Don't worry. She got uh, we paid her. Uh, I don't know if we paid her or not, but she got quite uh, benefit off. She got a day off work, and we took her spot, and uh, she's fine. Everything's fine. Take a parlay test you need to get a well she likes you she does like you so let's make it a six yes, and i was telling the truth okay. that's true pd the truthful pirate the truthful pirate <laughs> never tells yeah. a love are you a pirate yes i am <laughs> get him brought <Draws> again <laughs> okay ace of clubs all right. Well, oh, love. Well, you don't have got yourself into. And then there's uh, another like, uh, like a like a panpipe style whistle blowing down at the end of the street. You know, like a copper whistle. And she, a couple of them all look out the door. She goes, "Let's go door to door. You gotta get upstairs and hide in the attic." Quick, right, quick. Before we go ringing each other bells, we hear that ringing bell, and we need to get hidden up here now. Yeah, right this way. Come up here, love. She takes you back up into the room where you originally were, and she pushes a bureau aside and behind that's a very uh, uh, narrow stairway. You have to like walk up sideways into this like Anne Frank style attic with very high, you know, high A-frame style roof and uh, as you come up, you know, some pigeons who are living up here flock out of the one window that's overlooking the street and there's a little bit of light in here and you're hiding up there. There, are, there um, are pigeons in the prostitute's secret hole, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. They're quivering pigeons. They're quim pigeons. You might even call it a yeah, pigeon, pigeon hole. hole. That's where you find the quim pigeons. Anyway, the uh, quim pigeons leave the place, and you're you're in there hiding, and downstairs you're a heavy knock on the door. And oh, you're, you're looking for some pirates. There's no pirates in here. No, we're searching door to door, every door. And uh, you hear stomping around and knocking things over and women protesting and uh, embarrassed clients being turned out of bedrooms. And then right down the bottom of the stairs, you can hear footsteps walking around in the room. Now, it's very dusty up here. You know, it doesn't get a lot of cleaning. The, the, the pigeons stirred up a lot of dust. And uh, you can see it in the shaft of sunlight, you know, the dust dancing, the dust most dancing. And suddenly, you're all just seized with the urge to, to sneeze. 
And it's really, really hard not to sneeze. Please, it's it's a matter of swashbuckling, not sneezing in a situation like this. And it's so hard not to sneeze, you need a 10 or better on a swashbuckling roll, not to sneeze and reveal your position. Hey, there we go. We see an ace of diamonds from Two Toes Ramsey. If I get any sort of narrative control oh. over the situation, my move would be to cover someone's mouth if it appears that they are about to sneeze with my... I would allow that. Dirty, dirty pirate hand. And what about, uh, now I saw Nicholas holding up a card, but I didn't see what it was. Ace okay, of Hearts and the Ten okay, nice. got a Ace of Hearts. Well, luckily, none of you huh. sneeze, but poor little Mr. Twitchy. <laughs> poor little Mr. Twitchy. Oh, maybe we should have drowned him. <laughs> he gives a little, tiny, little rat sneeze, and I'm just going to draw a card, and if it's a black card, they hurt his little rat sneeze. And so I'm not even going to look at it. I'm going to hold my card up. And, uh, oh, looks like that's a red card. So they didn't, uh, they didn't hear your little sneeze. And just when you think everybody's going to be okay, suddenly there is this huge sudden rattle. And the whole room that you're in sways back and forth. There's a terrible, uh, like a deep, groan in the earth and your stomachs lurch as the whole building you're in just drops by about four feet suddenly they got us tilts to one side and you can hear all kinds of screaming not only in here and outside as well and it's uh, the ghost fish it must be only the ghost fish could and you, uh, you know, as the whole building, I said, kind of pitched and tilted and, like, seemed to just sink four feet suddenly. And it's, uh, when it tilted, that's put you on a slope heading down towards that little window. It's not like you're all going to be in danger of falling out the window. But, uh, please make a swashbuckling roll. You just need a six, not to just slide down the rest of the floor. And meanwhile, uh, the ground continues to rumble and shake and, uh, there's a huge roaring sound in the distance. Does that sound like cannon fire to you? No, it's too, uh, it's too steady. It's like a great drone, almost. And did anyone fail that swashbuckling roll? Well, that's good. So you all gently slide down the floor and congregate around the window, this little dormer-style window. And you can look out onto the street, and there's literally, like, water coming up out of the street in cracks. There's a building right across from you. It's actually a bank. And it is sinking as you watch it into the ground. There's water bubbling up all around it. And again, there's also this distant, droning, ominous, menacing roar. And you guys have been pirates for a long time. You've heard stories. You think this town is about to get hit with a wave like you would not believe and you suddenly realize you just may be doomed. You may have just escaped from one death only to meet another. You look outside, there are people running either all hither and thither in the streets, uh, throwing themselves on the ground, beating their breasts, tearing out their hair. Um, that huge church at the end of the street just kind of tilts. It doesn't fall down, but all those guys on the scaffolding up working on the cross, they all fall off and smash into the pavement below, which is now almost under about two or three feet of water. So I've just done a lot of narrating there, but I wanted to make sure you appreciate the chaotic 
situation in which you are in, you all realize that there's there's an earthquake happening. It's the big one. Yeah. And you remember meeting with Baron Zametti, who said he was going to bring destruction. And then you remember meeting the Methodist yesterday, or was it earlier today, who uh, said that the city was doomed, it was an evilest place on Earth, and was going to be destroyed. Maybe that is what's happening. Although I think you two are more inclined to go with the Baron Samedi theory than any other. But what do you do? No, you remember what uh, the Baron said to us? Baron? What Baron? Oh, uh, we met to a Baron through... It was like um, some kind of spirit or you, you, God you or something. You talk about Baron Samedi? That's right. Oh, uh, we, oh. a, a lady we met channeled him, and she said that he was going to destroy this place, or, or we didn't know it was this place, but she's, he's going to destroy. He's going to be the our doom or something like that. But there was something else about something like what, what we should do. Oh, uh, mate, think this is important. In the moment of our doom, we should uh, look at um, uh, the something about a broken. Uh, uh, something broken. Um, come on, Nicholas. You were there too. I, I don't remember, but the most prominent broken thing around yeah, is that the broken god. That's right. Broken you find your salvation. Well, just as this occurs to you, suddenly a wall of water hits the city, and. That entire church, as you're looking up at it, it just smashes. The top part of it falls backwards as the front part of it surges forwards down the street. There's a huge wave. It's wiping away buildings as it comes. But on that wave, riding the wave down the middle of the street, is this boat. It's, in fact, a small revenue cutter. It's a small sloop. And it's like surfing down the middle of the street almost as this huge wave comes in towards your position. What do you guys do? That's our ride, mates. Let's go. We've got to I jump agree. on. Well, it gets closer and closer, and it's a big jump, though. It's a big jump. It's going to be hard. You're going to need a king to jump all that way as you see this. There's even people on it, terrified people on the sloop. And... Uh, in fact, uh, it's flying a British flag, so, you know, it's local. But there's not that many of them. There's about six guys who aren't dead, and they're terrified. And it comes looming up beneath you, but it's a good bit away. So you will need... And, oh, I see Nicholas Nibble has made the jump, and he lands on the wooden deck of his pitching ship. Oh, my goodness. And so does Petey Tweed, and so does Two Toes Ramsey. As these three pirates land on this boat. Everybody, quick! Make swashbuckling rolls to get this thing under control. Make sure it doesn't smash right inside of a wall. There's very little one can do. But you can start ordering around these these dazed seamen. And uh, and I see and and, uh, and and I see the two toes is holding up some very high cards. What do we yeah. need? Queen of clubs and jackals. Nice. And uh, and I was gonna say you needed a ten. So no. Well, it looks like everybody succeeds. And this wave you're riding I'm rolling past that being said you do caroom off of sinking buildings to left and right showers of bricks fall down as you hit them and splinters rip off boards here and there the ship itself is terribly damaged uh, the sail 
is uh, whipping about in the wind. You guys have just managed to get that back under control and flying out past the the fort, the fortress itself, which is largely unaffected. Um, the guns go off from the fort uh, as they see you approach, because they can tell and they know exactly who it is on the ship. One of their guys up there has a spyglass that's pointed right at the boat. The boat itself being such a phenomenon, sailing down the middle of the street and coming out of the city, that all the head, all the eyes of all the, the marines in the fort are turned towards it. But a first salvo of guns misses your ship. A second salvo of guns misses your ship. And my goodness, a third. I was just drawn for black cards three in a row. And, uh... You'd think they'd have better things to do right now. And then, like I said, the fort itself is, is, uh... Well, Nick, why don't you go ahead and bend over and give him the pirate salute while, uh, while we're at it. That seems like a nice thing. Oh, I've never learned that. Why wasn't I told about a pirate salute? Oh, you're gonna have to drop your pants, mate. Do you want to give them oh. the pirate salute, Nick? Alright, yeah. so... Showing the Royal Marines your arse. That's not in my... And in this book I've got about pirates. It's nowhere in there. It's not As official. You, uh, you ride off on the course of this wave, and uh, looking behind you at Port Royal, like... A good third of the city is just like sinking down into nothing and uh what was a city is just like no more and there are fires going everywhere now despite all the water that's pushed over things that's caught curtains on fire it's a mess uh clearly clearly doom and destruction is coming sure. and yet as baron zametti said you did find a way of salvation as you ride out onto the suddenly eerily calm seas as you Gonna miss that place. Away from the chaos. Your 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 seamen who are on this craft with you are still just too stunned to do anything. And it's only then that the whole front of the ship lifts up as if something huge has pushed it out of the water. And it tilts backwards, makes swashbuckling rolls, or slide down the deck to fall off. And uh I'm drawing red or black cards for your crew on here. Two of your crew fall off into the uh, water. Tutos Ramsey manages to not get hurt as he slides down towards the back. How about Nicholas Nibble? Very All right. And how about PD Tweed? What did we need? Ten you need or six? A, you, need a, no, you need a ten. I did not get it, but it's a new oh encounter. No. That is, sure is. So, I'll try again. All right. Because otherwise... Uh, Otherwise, you're gonna have your neck entangled in some rope as you slide down the, the deck. And you succeed with an ace. And uh, then you all look in horror for what has pushed the bow of the ship out of the water is a huge, semi translucent, evil visaged ghost fish. Oh, it's the ghost fish! Which looms down over true. you and casts its. It's not real. Undead shadow upon you. Oh. And that is the end of our piratical adventures. And maybe someday, maybe someday we'll join with our pirate friends again to see if they lived through their encounter with the ghost fish. But they've certainly survived the 1692 Port Royal earthquake in Jamaica. And we have concluded our third chapter. And so... Thank you, Zach, as Two Toes Ramsey, for joining us today. Hey, Dad, Mike. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes uh, I don't think 
I think you had a first name, but we never ever used it. <laughs> it's all my always name. Two Toes Ramsey. My name's Two Toes. Yeah. 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 All right. So, and uh, next week, of course, we'll be back with something else. Are we ready to say what yet? Or not next week, but uh, after our week break, since we just finished the story arc, we'll be back with. We don't know. <laughs> Adventures, in, Adventures space. in space. Space, 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 space. Going from pirates to space. Gee, I wonder if any old friends will make a reappearance. It's certainly a possibility. More than a year later. Well, we'll see. <laughs>